3: I am Samuel Kojo Brace, and this is Join News Prime. Welcome. In the headlines, this special prosecutor secures warrant for the arrest of former secretary of different interministerial committee on illegal mining, Charles bsu A court order has been secured, empowering the OSP to find an arrest him, but Mr. Bisu's legal team is contesting this. Also, Speaker of Parliament directs that judge equation's name be brought back to Parliament's vote and proceedings despite the supreme court ordering the house to expunge the name from its records but mm. backtracked almost immediately now today on Ghana's potholes exhibition residents of bulk in Kumasi are wondering why government has persistently failed to fix their potholes at 8 p.m I'll hand over to Pius Kojo Baka to bring you prime business and the Bank of Ghana has increased dollar support to deal with the recent pressure on the CD. We're live on D S C V channel 421 and GoTV channel 125, majoronline.com, and all social media platforms. This is a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us for details.
4: Join News Prime Headlines. Was brought to you by. Don't take risks. Use a condom
5: every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
6: Some
4: spices. Yes, I can.
3: Now, former Secretary of the different interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, Charles Bisou, is today a wanted man. The Special Prosecutor has secured a court order allowing him to find and arrest, uh, arrest him. Now, this order was secured after Mr. Bisu had failed to honor an invitation by the Special Prosecutor last month. Lawyers for Charles Bisou have, as a result, sued the Special Prosecutor yet again, alleging various human rights violations. They are additionally urging the court to set aside a warrant issued for Mr. Bissu's arrest. Legal affairs correspondent Joseph Acable has been flowing this angle of the story for us and joins us with more. Uh, Joseph, do we know specifically why the special prosecutor invited Charles Bissu last month? So from the information that we have picked up, it has to do with uh,
7: investigations into the activities of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining. In fact, it is that particular investigation. That uh, yesterday we told the story of how uh, the chairman of that particular committee, Professor Kabnaf from Point Buante, uh who attended uh, to the invitation of the uh, special prosecutor on the 16th of May and was put under arrest and subsequently granted bail. So it's the same investigation, mm-hmm. but the his, his, his situation we can trace series of timelines. The first is that 3rd May. The Special Prosecutor wrote to Charles Bissu informing him that the a necessary person for the investigation into the activities of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining. He was asked to appear at the offices on 22nd May. Uh, but lawyers for Mr. Bissu wrote to the Special Prosecutor to inform him of two things. The first was that he was not able to make it on the 22nd and they wanted to rather show up on 25th. The other request they made was that as far as they are concerned, they believe that before the special prosecutor can investigate a matter, there should be either a petition filed by someone or a referral either done by someone in authority or someone who, uh, I mean, say an investigative body, be it the police service, YOCO, or any of those investigating bodies. And so those were the requests that they made. The special prosecutor, we understand, replied the letter, but did not grant the request by way of the change in the day from 22nd to 25th and also uh, the bit about making available the petition that formed the base for this particular investigation. And so it was on failure to reach that agreement on when to meet, and uh, Mr. Bissu's failure to show up. In fact, he had told the special prosecutor that he's unable to make it on the 22nd because of a domestic emergency. So failure uh, to meet the special prosecutor is what resulted in the special prosecutor uh, the initiating process to secure
3: this warrant of arrest, which uh, Mr. Bissu's lawyers are challenging. Now, we know he is already in court against the OSP. How, how different is this from the previous? In fact, this is the third case that has been filed against the special
7: prosecutor by Charles Bissu. And this is different in terms of uh, the subject matter of the investigation. And so the first two has to do with the investigations that was done by the Office of Special Prosecutor relative to that investigative documentary that i that was published by investigator Anas Arimia Anas Uh, You recall that Charles B.C. was captured in that particular documentary. And so the special prosecutor was investigating that matter. So that is what the the initial two suits relates to. For this particular third one, it has to do with the current investigations, for which reason you are making similar demands like you did in the previous two. That they want the copy of the petition that has been filed. And again, they are saying that the manner by which he's going about the investigation amounts to an abuse of discretion and abuse of the rights of charles
3: mm. Uh, you have been checking with mr bisu's legal team what do they make of the work the osp is doing in fact they take a strong view
7: to the way he's conducting activities i mean elite council and were an has indicated that as far as they are concerned they hold a view that it appears the special prosecutor is operating as some so sort of form of detector in a democratic era and that they do not think that the manner in which he's going about his investigation is anything that is permitted under the law. So they expect him to exercise good discretion in their opinion. But the OSP uh, says he's determined, from what we've gathered, to investigate the matter and will continue with it
3: using the right processes. That's uh, our legal affairs correspondent. Now, meanwhile, Nana aj who is lawyer for Charles Bisu, says although they have heard about it, they are yet to receive the arrest warrant issued by the special prosecutor. However, he says this, his client is not on the run.
8: I've heard of it, but um, uh, your publication has also given me an indication, you know, has also informed me, or, you know, it, basically an information. I'm yet to receive proper confirmation because I've not seen it. And so, therefore, I'm still giving the special prosecutor the benefit of the doubt because I don't believe he would do that. Right, I don't believe he would, you know, um, disregard proper discretion. Right, that three pending issues against the office of the special prosecutor, Charles Vissou responded, and I heard you say, read it on your network not long ago. Responded by saying that, Look, give me time, I will come. I intend coming to see you at a particular date. Now I have a domestic emergency to attend to. you also said that look, what has been able to allow him that you are only able to allow him about the question that you fail to make available to him, and you proceed to say that. And so, is it proper discretion? You rather wrote to him, sure that you thought it prudent to invite him, right? would not you have waited for that one week then? Whatever necessitated that invitation, he says, produce that documentation to me. Why do you want to hold that documentation to your chest? Why? You see, my brother, we have transitioned from pre-1992 1992, uh, to, to post-1992, right? Governed by the 1992 Constitution of the Republic of Ghana. The, the tactics and the acts, right, which made us say no to the 1992 days, the military government, cannot become pervasive simply because of the office of the special prosecutor. In any event, the powers that the office of the special prosecutor exercises in our jurisdiction, right, is a of the powers of the attorney general. Even the attorney general will not behave that way. Even the Attorney General, the powers of the Office of the Special Prosecutor, I emphasize, is a chip from the powers of the Attorney General. Even the Attorney General will not behave the way the Office of the Special Prosecutor is behaving, right? And so, my brother, we did not transition from military rule into democratic rule. So the office of the special prosecutor became a pseudo democrat, a pseudo military agency to witch hunt and harass people. We need to respect the fundamental human rights of people under the 1992 constitution.
3: Well, the chief executive officer of the Menos Commission is insisting that his effort did not fail in the fight against illegal mining, a reason the Interministerial committee on illegal mining was constituted. According to Martin AEC, there were interferences from the former Minister for Environment, Professor frimpong Boating, which stampeded their work. His comments follow latest comments by the former minister that the Inspectorate Division of the Minerals Commission failed, a reason he had to step in to seal the lapses. Before we hear from him, though, let's listen to what Professor frimpong Boating said in his latest interview with join News.
9: We were supposed to do that Jurisdictions and then back off. But for not the, to give licenses for people no, to no, no. mine. No, no, no. We don't. Uh, licenses is what kind of licenses? See, per, permit so that they could mine sustainably. That's why we took them through the to help them get their licenses, which are used issued by Minas Commission. Because we don't to, to get the mining licenses, you need permits from license from Minerals Commission separately, EPA, Water Resources Commission. Forestry Commission okay. and the committee does not interfere in those things. When, when those things come together, and then we take the miners through the sustainable mining process at Taqua University and the other things. Then they are given the permit to go to their site and mine sustainably because the miners' commission license is given by them and not by the committee. So the, we put everything together to make sure that they can mine sustainably. But the Minerals Commission chair makes a point
10: that legally, that is not that wasn't part of your mandate, or well, your mandate was to check illegal mining, and this legally, by law, was to permit and licenses.
9: So I don't want to go into that. I mean, just plain with rest because I didn't create the thing. It's only from Bob Biden who was issuing the thing. Uh, we we didn't issue mining licenses or EPA licenses and so on. This was this was done by. That is why we created the software. You know. He is because the minerals commission failed. The, uh, the inspector division failed completely; it wasn't working because they were to ensure safety at the mine site. So why were people mining and destroying the environment? Because it wasn't working, and that is why the committee was created. So we help ourselves uh, strengthen these the regulatory bodies, and then when that is done, the committee will be designed and they can carry on with their work we can going to listen to the response of the
3: CEO of the Minos Commission, Martin A.C., in this interview with my colleague Samuel Imbura.
11: We have laws in this country, okay? So should we get up and create vigilante groups simply because, let's say in a particular area or suburb of Accra, people have been reporting crime, and let's say they are not getting the needed response from the police, or crime is happening almost particularly every day, so people should wake up. You know turn themselves into vigilante groups and say, because people are still in here or people are being murdered day in day out so the police has failed so will not become some kind of a gang or a group to stop crime, no, we have laws in this country okay uh, at least then it's an admission that he was overstepping his bounds, but i don 't think uh, that should be a reason, okay, or is it a case that if let's say a particular institution is not working properly. Somebody should just get up and, uh, you know, say, "Look, we're going to fix it." Just like that, it, it doesn't work that way. I mean, the laws are clear as to who does what. So, if there is anything at all, resources to be channeled into supporting that institution to be able to do its work effectively and efficiently. Now, I'm saying those resources have been provided, okay, and uh, it's, it's things are okay. Things are moving on very well. We might not solve all the problems overnight, but at least. Uh, as, as I speak to the small scale miners. They'll tell you that uh, these days, within a very short time, they process their small scale licensing. The processing, you know, regime has 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 improved significantly. The government is also assisting them with mercury-free machine, so that they can stop the use of mercury. So a lot a lot is happening. Uh,
2: so
12: he's of the point uh, that I mean, his outfit alone cannot be blamed for the failure in the fight against the illegal. Uh, mining. He says that institutions like the Minerals Commissions were part and you cannot yank yourself from the failures. Uh, it feels that he wasn't feel, I mean, treated fairly and an institution like
11: yours can also be held responsible. Uh, Sami, I don't believe in believing. I, I'm more interested in how to fix the problem. Let me tell you this maybe at another time we will have a discussion as to the causes of illegal mining you realize that if you really get to understand what causes or what is responsible for this illegal mining thing you you will not be saying what you're saying yes there were some weaknesses here and there i'll admit it yes why not right. for instance uh all of a sudden when small mining started 34 years ago was so just in number four or five regions now we're talking about 12 13 regions and over the period uh, we were not everywhere okay so that affected how you have to go to the site and then carry out inspections now the commission is now having offices everywhere where at least mining takes place or so potentially when we see some sort of mining activities speaking up. we create yeah, that we build one or we rent one so things have improved
3: now, to Parliament now, where Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagme has beaten a retreat after ordering that Parliament maintains the name of Jachi in its records. Now, the Speaker had said that the court's order is not clear enough and Parliament as a whole must take a decision on it. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwa Sante has the rest of the
8: story.
13: There is still considerable disagreement in Parliament as to what the
5: Supreme Court truly meant when it ordered the House to expunge the names of judge equation from its records. NDC and NPP MPs have been haggling on the extent of the APEX Court's directive.
14: Mr. Speaker, I don't know if I did not read the directive of the Supreme Court properly. The Supreme Court is asking for the name of... A particular person to be expunged from the records as a member of Parliament. There is no understanding that everything else that he has participated in doing in this house should uh, be and void, or that he has never been in this house. If you read the wording, it just says expunge his name uh, from the records as a member. Of uh, Parliament. Uh, If you recall, Mr. Speaker, several provisions state that the fact that the legality of a a member is questioned does not nullify what has happened in this House. To expand from the records of Parliament his name and anything associated with him, that presupposes that. Uh, Parliament should consider him not having been here at all. And Mr. Speaker, I say this with reference to Article 2, 3 of our Constitution that says that the
5: orders of the Supreme Court personal to such an application ought to be followed rigidly. The Speaker has acknowledged this difficulty. He initially directed that
13: James Quayson's name be maintained in Parliament's record.
15: Honorable Ablakwa has a case until we finally decide the second part of what you are expected to do. The first part was the vacancy that has been created, that there is no controversy over. But the second part, that's the second leg we are struggling with. How do we expunge its name? And that's what I think you need to come in. As Parliament, and clearly this morning you showed that there's really the need for us to think through this matter. Uh, I will advise and direct, in addition, the table office to still allow the name to appear until we finally decide on how to expunge the name. They said, as a member of parliament for asin north constituency. So we work on that. But he beat a retreat almost immediately. And so it can no longer appear in the rules and proceedings are still existing. There is no uh, member now for ascend north constituency. And so that cannot be captured in the rules and proceedings. And I think he's right. I think he's right. The challenge that we have the challenge that we have is what to do with the rest of the name in the other records. And so those of you saying prospective, you know when you are talking about prospective, there's nothing to delete or expunge because it doesn't exist at all. When you are talking about prospective. You only expunge something that is on record. And so I want to be guided on that because there are consequences, there is an effect, and we have to look at it together. Consequently, I have to review my order. Yachi Kwasin should, as from yesterday, not be captured in the votes and proceedings of the House.
3: To us in North now, where government says it has nearly 120 projects currently ongoing. In the Asil North constituency, these project government says are intended to improve the standard of living of the people of the area and help them live comfortably ahead of the by-election on the 27th of June. Your election headquarters has been tracking the project, finding out when the project started, where the projects are, which stages they are, and what kind of project government has pursued and is pursuing. Richard Kudinakuru, a man on the ground, tells us how busy the constituency has been. Welcome to the Asin North constituency.
16: This is a constituency who are predominantly farmers. My name is Charles Ohini Ando, D.C. Asin North. Okay.
17: So tell me the demography
16: of this place. Right, uh, this is Asin North district, one of the newly created districts. It was created in 2018. Yeah, the people living here in Asin most of them are Asin. But we have other tribes that also living uh, as seen up here. We have the airwest, we have the gandangwaves, Dan- we have the ningos, we have the crowbos, uh, yes, and then uh, we have the fantis, and then efutu, some of them are also here. Uh, mostly, the people living here are farmers. Yes, they do farming. And then we also have uh, other professional staff who also reside here in the, in the, in the constituency. The farmers in this particular community or in this district, uh, rice farmings. Some of them are also into cocoa, but the uh, majority of them are doing this rice uh, farming.
17: Now, the by-election beckons, and there are a lot of preparations that are underway, a lot of constructions that are underway. In your shots. Is a 32 kilometer road network that spans from the Assun Central constituency through to the Assun North constituency and beyond. Death moving equipment hammering their way throughout the constituency. Mm-hmm. In the town roads in the Assun North constituency are receiving attention. The attention some of these projects never got months and years back. Here, at Asimbreku, some electricity poles have to make way for the road construction. In their place, new ones are being fixed by the ECG for expansion of the road network. A beautifully constructed aspect here at Breku stares at residents as it awaits commissioning. It's a cocktail of reactions from residents.
18: Um, if you look at um, the, the emergence of this development that is going on right now, you cannot see anything but to attribute it to the by-election i've lived in this constituency specifically as in here, where you have been where you are seeing this uh, development going on yeah. and in 2020 or uh, prior to the 2020 election uh, we had this same i mean contractor come on sides with his machines and just after the 2020 election when the then mp honorable abnadura Mensah, who was on the ticket of the MP lost the election, we never saw these machines again. So you cannot tell me that it is it is not for this by election that these machines has come back to site.
5: And if you can see the excavators, they have been there from 2020. And then if you go to the astrotep, it started last year. If you go to the one district one factory, the same thing last year. And if you see the pace of work in some of them some of the contractors have money so their work almost goes quickly
17: dc for the area says this project are old projects that stalled, and it took him several trips to accra to get a certificate of the contractors finalized
16: my name is charles ohini ando dc has no. Uh after the election the contractor left because he has raised some certificate which hadn't been earned and then later he came back so we have about six of our rules which we started way back in 2020. And I can mention them. And they, they, they are living testimony to this one. Because over here, I did a short-cutting here together with the former MP, Honorable Abana. Yes, this is about 11 kilometers. That's from Brekutan Road to Ninchiso.
3: So Kojo joins us live from the constituency now. Kojo, you've been there all this while. Tell, tell us how yes. the campaigns are shaping up in the constituency.
17: you that the two campaign teams they have been very very busy in the constituency. You know, this is a constituency with a population of about, about 120,000, and you see the N uh, the NPP campaign team moving from one town to the other. The NDC also doing likewise. So today uh, there have been several activities on the ground. Uh, top most of them are the construction activities the movement of the machines that are constructing one road or the other and they are also making sure that all the unfinished projects are receiving some kind of attention so we can also see even some uh, road expansion works that are being done with the electricity poles being moved they've been taken out and then new ones have been also um, erected uh, very close and they have laid the lines already now I am in the market circle uh, here at Asin Briku, the district capital and the constituency capital, to speak with the people that are around on their perspective on the development that is currently ongoing here in the Asen North constituency. Hello, Nabaja Your favorite, Nakosta.
5: Nakosta. Eh,
17: now, Utikuma, committee
5: chairman.
4: Na,
5: the El constituency, hey, by election, you're not going to say, you say, hey, because they say, I'm a to come to you. Barash and all, me, did you say? gonna money at two for you, one pinuwa and ten to a day, a coso, and I'll soon say, MP4 or you Air kọsuwa hanu baleshinu o ti wo se ahokeka na yede e kọsuwa ankasankasan kasankasa en puntiu eba wechi se yewon mapa bi a xebale shin so far no biaade no hoyede e be xebale shin jumade enu so
17: he's espousing the significance of the by-election. Once the by-election was declared uh, here, he's seen some, uh, that some developments have started springing up and project that was told, the contractors have now returned to And So he says that it will get to a point that the country will be craving for by-election because they now they've seen the importance of by-election here sā Tim's me and me MPP. Near ni the white saying Charles Opoku and a Georgia na You
5: candidates, I candidate share grounds, sir, and you will be a and you will be a Now, Charles Opoku, umuse, Waba or candidate, I MPP. But now, who are is Sabi sabi vi share a bled rye kalino, satama eless election who sa bled no, vimpa Babidi many two for my we ne fear day is shak ruas is a mutuano. Omu titiano el say two mutitiani e, na say ye peukromuni ye yepe you cromuni joquesi e free brikuya mapa be so free brick chas and sufriha bao kaliwa ma we saw who say chasen now and award in his shakyo my dead now di kale kalia may de caliwa say so, this gentleman
17: is saying that the support base. Of Mr. George Achikwesin, he feels is much stronger. Uh, there are more people following George Achikwesin than Mr. Uh, Opoku, who has just been elected uh, to represent the MPP in this by election. And so he feels that uh, he is an NDC sympathizer. And so I think he couldn't have gone uh, anywhere. L- l- let me
5: speak
17: with you. Oh, hey, yeah yeah
5: because well so um apologies for the um
3: Bad internet uh, connectivity there. We're still working on it so we can have a better connection to Richard Kojonyako, who is uh, in the Ascent North constituency, specifically in Breku, where he's engaging residents of the community on what they do make of the, this sort of development uh, taking place in the constituency. Ahead of the by election, scheduled uh, for 27th of June, um, both the MPP and the NDC are undertaking vigorous campaigning uh, in the constituency. Kojiniak uh, yeah, will report of several projects which are underway in the constituency, some of which have been completed awaiting commissioning by the president. Um, the astrotep has been completed. The uh, road which uh, begins from Asin Central through Asin North and to, and beyond has been completed awaiting commissioning. The residents, some of them are attributing this to the by election. You had him engage some people there. Well, so we will be there and we'll be bringing you more details from the constituency for you uh, here on Joy News. Now, to other stories the issue of discrimination against women has been on the front banner for decades with many vigorous advocacies to clamp down on the menace. In today's edition of Joy News Remembrance series on Professor Ama Ateidu, we bring you extract from a piece. An Angry Letter in January, a creative masterpiece which speaks vehemently against discrimination, racism, and inequality at large, read by Ace Ghanaian filmmaker,
6: Akofa Ajani. I am An Angry Letter in January. Dear bank manager, I've received your letter. Thank you very much. Threats, intimidations, and all, So what if you won't give me a loan of 2000 or only conditioned by special rules and regulations because I'm not white, male, or a commercial farmer? In relation to the latter, whose land is this anyway? I know that for what I'm not, you could have signed away two solid millions and not too many questions asked cause I'm angry. Wouldn't you be if you were me? Reading what you had written was enough to spoil for me all remaining 11 months of the year plus a half. But I won't let it. I had even thought of asking God that the next time round he makes me white, male and a commercial farmer. But I won't. Since, apart from the great poverty and the petty discriminations, I have been very happy being me, an African, a woman, and a writer. Just take your racism, your sexism, and your pragmatism off me. Overt, covert, or internalized. And damn you!
3: That's a beautiful letter written in January there by Professor Amata Edu. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more stories. Stay with us here on Join Us Brian. <laughs>
5: Chale, the malaria will knock you down, eh? Chale no joke.
17: Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time.
20: When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and lumefantrine, Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria
8: great to have you back. Thank you.
20: Hey. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. <laughs>
4: salary account you will enjoy free life insurance oh. free debit card save what you spend and an amazing chance to
12: double your salary and even more consolation rewards in the EcoBank
5: double salary promo reloaded Echo okay, so this EcoBank salary account
17: sounds interesting what do you think uh, uh, yeah,
5: but maybe next time charlie you know what i'd go shine my shoe
20: hey. yo myself i'd go check my bb Keep like out We going up, never go down no. And we
5: stay fly Never sign it yet. Open
0: an ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits you also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank bank double salary promo reloaded from now till july
2: 31st terms and conditions apply under supervision of National lottery under the lottery platform
4: Many people think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. And when I find it, I stick to it. My when wenia bell pack tissues. Bell pack a t roll. Bell pack t roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you swa, it's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. One Bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. so good like
6: Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you. Mommy, I'll buy you a big car. <laughs> Mommy, I'll
4: buy you a big house. Thank you.
2: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three or four bedroom homes and secure an expense paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July 2023. Term and conditions apply.
3: Let's to do some politics. A new patriotic party flag bearer and Alan Kojochaman is hoping to raise five million cities from Ghanaians to support his bid to become president. He's targeting to raise the amount from 500,000 donors in 18 months. He made this known Thursday when he launched a crowdfunding initiative in Accra dubbed Ketua Bianca. My colleague Carlos
21: Caloni has the rest of the story.
22: We
21: The launch of the Alan for President A4P crowdfunding campaign dubbed Kituwebiensoa is expected to raise 5 million Ghana cities in 18 months from 500,000 donors. Donors have the options of using either the Alan Cash app the website or the ISSD platforms to donate. Speaking at the launch, Alan Tramanton said he will run an all-inclusive government based on three pillars for a rapid economic transformation if he becomes the MPP flag bearer, then president of the country.
22: There are three things
21: that I want
22: to draw your attention to. First is about
4: inclusiveness.
8: I want to run a government by the people for the people and of the people <laughs> it, it is about technology
22: and innovation that technology and innovation allows for inclusiveness. you uh, is about mobilization of money. Many politics. <laughs> I Now, Even
8: if it is one city is an investment.
21: On his part, Greater Accra Regional Coordinator for the Alan Manteng Campaign Team and Member of Parliament for English Yamanfro's Sylvester Tete said, contrary to claims that Alan is begging for cash from Paul Ghanaians, the initiative is a partnership between the aspirant and his supporters.
23: Somebody said this morning when I was granting an interview on radio
8: that Alan Cash begs for cash and I explained that Alan cash says, job for the people,
15: cash for the boys. And if you heard him, when he
24: officially announced to this country his intentions to contest that Kitwe will answered, I refer to it as a partnership for power in 2024. For the vision that we all believe will transform this country and for the young people of this country,
8: you have a future when you have a job,
3: you have cash in your pocket. Now, state institutions failing to patch Porto. Some residents of Bokrom in Kumasi are filling them up with coconut husks. The residents say the poor nature of the roads is causing serious accidents. Leverfem's Nana Bwachi Yadam exposes the dangerous Bokrom portal reading roads on this edition of Join News Ghana Porto's exhibition. <music>
24: here you go government serving us in fact drivers here were the best you get a cup and you say cheers one road several potholes. But some things need to be said and tell can you let's of the baskets again. A good number of roads in Ghana are left with dangerous potholes. Major road networks in Kumasi are no exception as the roads are inundated with deep circular depressions. Some motorists have experienced the damages that go beyond mechanical repairs in these craters. Before you can move straight from this particular stretch to wherever you are going. You must pass through this particular pit. The well-adorned road is now a debt trap with praiseworthy traffic growth. Potholes have developed on this road. They refuse to work on just this particular stretch. We've complained so much about the traffic over here. It is obvious that these potholes are fast developing into manholes, putting the lives of motorists and commuters at risk. But state institutions in charge of covering them up show up at work and do nothing about it. Several potholes. Several potholes. One, two, three. Yes, sir. To some of these road users, this is a life-threatening pit.
5: Almost there three months. Number two accidents. Oh, I see.
24: I came across an accident almost a month ago. As government institutions yawn on patching up the holes, some residents fill the riddled bitumen with debris to lessen the impact of vehicles slumping into holes. Sometimes they attempt to fill these holes with just anything, sometimes with not husk.
23: ask I started using this road around
24: 1994. This is a busy road, but government isn't ready to fix it for us. We, the drivers, could fix it ourselves. This is very
23: disheartening. A kaya, a daffronian, to. Yes, baby, 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 baby,
24: baby, 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 so baby, 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 baby,
20: baby, 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 da baby, 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 baby,
24: the rains, however, washed away the debris, and with a few more slums into the small holes, the bitumen cheaps at the edges and become deep holes. As these potholes continue to widen, water seeps into the weakened underlying soil as the heavy vehicular load fatigues the poorly asphalted surface. So just as government says it deserves credit for free senior high school, one district, one factory planting for food and jobs, one village, and one dam. I think government also deserves some credit for this one. To some of these road users, up until something happens, nothing will be done about this. Reporting for Joy News, my name is Nana Boache Dankwayadom. Yes, sir. Debi debi e beye, debi debi
8: e
3: so feel free to tweet at us with the hashtag GHPortholes. Uh, tell us what's the nature of the potholes in your community. Well, let's move to the Dr. Hila Technical University now, where a 1,200 bed capacity student hostel, uh, 10 number 40 unit staff accommodation, and the University Campus Road project have stalled for years. Speaking at the fourth congregation of the university in WA, Vice Chancellor Professor N.K. Sole said the delay in completing the project is impeding administrative and academic works at the university. Join us Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam report from
23: WA. Very little has changed in its infrastructural development since it was converted along nine other polytechnics in the country into technical universities and renamed Dr. Hilleman Technical University. Since its establishment close to 24 years ago, it has been run without hostel facilities. A 1,200-bed hostel facility that was started almost two decades ago, along with this lecture theater, has still not gone beyond the first floor. The project has been abandoned by the contractor and now overtaken by weeds. Vice Chancellor of Dr. University, Professor Ellis N.K. Sole expressed worry about the continuous delay in completing projects which he said is impeding administrative and academic work. He called on organizations and individuals to partner the university to construct hostels on a public-private partnership
22: arrangement. Also, the 10-number 40-unit two-bedroom staff accommodation project awarded in October 2008 are being executed by nine different contractors and are at various stages of completion with an average rate of 60%. Mr. Chairman, a faculty building project which was awarded on contract has been abandoned for several years now. It was abandoned at the foundation level so you can't easily see where it is because the foundation is buried in the ground.
23: Another challenge which was replete in the speech of the Vice Chancellor of the Dr. Hilaliman Technical University at the Dusty and Bombay Roads. The 80-man-road project began in 2019 and was expected to be completed
22: in 2021. Work has still not been completed. The long delay in completion of work has made inner roads on campus in a unattractive and unbefitting of a university campus. These roads, which contain a lot of potholes, are dust in the dry season and hold stagnant waters in the rainy season. This affects students, staff, and other road users, particularly visitors to the campus. Our power minister,
23: Dr. Bin Binsali, noted that the government was aware of their challenges and assured them of fixing them. The government of President Nana Adodanko Ekufado
14: is aware that as a new university, you are confronted with an array of infrastructural challenges, including lecture rooms, office space, accommodation, and student hostels. I assure you that with the government's commitment to supporting tertiary education, these challenges will be a turn of
23: the past. Reporting for Joy News, Rafik Salam, wa...
3: Well, Marky Okome of the KNUSC Technology Consultancy Centre, UNESCO Category Two Centre of Excellence, has been able to apply plastic waste in many sectors of the economy. As a world marks World Environment Week with plastic pollution in focus, we put a spotlight on how he is using plastic waste from the sea to improve soil fertility. Love FM's Kwesi Deborah has more for
25: Tech Thursday. I first saw an article video of a lady a lecturer uh, in India who's making uh, you know turning prices to diesel um, fuel and uh, at that time she was earning like twenty million a year just by selling to to Pragya. You know, India has a lot of Pragya, so that's that was what she was doing. So when I when I started my research uh, you know with the plastics uh, no no with the with the um water filter membranes and then doing cook and all those so this idea was lingering on so what kickstart the whole thing was more of out of annoyance of why Ghanaian scientists researchers professors are not able to solve the problem and we're just talking about a problem and giving some interesting solutions which were for me so i started with an emulator a, a did a small process something, and then that, that 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 is what happened then of course you did your try and all if i if there was a time i got funding i had to tell the financiers that hold on let me understand get confidence in what and how and where the whole system works and then I can come for the money. And then after I acquired all these things, the funding didn't come because it's gone past that opportunity. We we had two drums of a desert petrol and then Ghana Climate Innovation Center bought these fuels. And they use it in the car for their road show in 2015, 2018, there about. So we have a, a feedback report, return report from them. And um, uh, individuals have used it. Um, recently, our collaboration with Logan shows that when you use a fuel, the, the petrol one, you use less gallons, like...
3: A captivating display of determination and skill, Bomper Senior Technical School left their competitors astounded standard as they claimed the last available sport in the Western Regional Qualifiers. With a good combination of knowledge, weight, and their secret weapon, they promised to make a mark in this year's contest. They let my colleague Michael Ashley in on their secret weapon. It's
4: easy. Hey, hey, hey.
12: Last show of knowledge and wit, bumper senior high school has managed to qualify for the nationals let me ask some of the students i mean how does it feel to qualify
5: oh well, yeah we are very 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 happy and yeah. we are very happy to win this competition yeah we
18: are very very happy
12: was, was it a tough competition you say it was a tough competition say was difficult? No, 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 They are very, very cheap. They are very cheap. They are, very cheap. they are very cheap. they are very cheap. See, what about you? What do you think? Oh, best. This is the best competition I've ever seen. Yeah, this day. Today. Uh, the competition that we have now, we had it now. is the best competition today. But you says the schools are cheap. The schools are going to meet our bigger schools, arguably, like the nationals. We don't have bigger schools. We are, all, we are all schools. We don't have bigger schools. We are all one. They are all human beings. Yeah, yeah. What they have? We have. Yeah. What they have? Yeah. The have? We have some. What would you tell them? They should expect more from us. More, more from me. us. <laughs> hey, so you just heard from some of the supporters from Bomper Senior High School. Well, for them, the Nationals is nowhere to be afraid. They are definitely going to be continuing their winning streak. Well, only time will definitely tell. We'll catch up with the contestants themselves and find out how they are going to prepare to make that dream a reality at the Nationals. Uh,
13: Anthony, how does it feel? Um, so marvelous. Marvelous. Because we was not expecting to sail through. It's all by the grace of God. Why weren't you expecting to sail through? Because, you see, um, the was who was giving us some false contests, they were trying to compete us, about God being our, um, our savior. So true. I see.
12: So, it was definitely a difficult contest for you. Let me ask um, Adrian. Adrian, how did it go for
26: you? Okay, actually, I'll say, initially, my boys did everything, but all I was expecting them to do was to blow initially, so that's when I come, I will not get stressed, but
3: intentionally, it didn't go that way, but with with God, all things are possible. So, So that's a from the Western region. Let's take you to Brequim now for what happened there too.
17: Before Before Congratulations to you guys. You. <laughs> I know it hasn't been easy. This is your first time qualifying yeah. to the oh, national yeah. stage. How, how does that make you feel? How does that make you yeah, feel? I'm feeling so oh,
4: hey, I, I don't even know how to explain this. I'm really happy. happy. You are really
17: happy. So so wh- were you expecting to actually win the contest?
4: Because yeah. 100%. 100%. 100% this
19: year is coming yeah, nationals yes. coming to nationals
4: so so, so, so
17: so what should we expect from you coming to the
5: nation- 100%. 100%. 100%. we,
4: are coming. we
5: should do
17: you should tell them that you so are coming but somebody would argue that um given your performance you had 16. In, if, if. if you have one with let's say Two point square now. We are still, we,
4: we are
5: going to improve.
17: You have been training the students. They tell me you've had some sleepless nights. Today, you have seen something fusion. As you said, with their uh,
5: scores, that was not what I was expecting, though. But looking at the time, the material that we had in preparation, I think we've done well. And being the first time of qualifying to the national is also. You know an additional you know i would say additional motivation
3: well so from the western region bompere denied my school bedu bonsu from qualifying but we better we'll be back next year watch out for us and that's how we wrap up t- today's edition there's more news on my my name is samuel kojo Bris we have on my team please uh thank you for being with us upness is prime business with piles kojo baka <laughs>
5: È ka pèl nu è ya, è nu ti na metufu sè abirber o tadia, tadia onsa nkotonu mpirlo na mekanfo SCP ama, SCP èw te ma shahel, a hole factory kase anu esi Et bien après, blocks blocks bloc, le même 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 bloc, le le même bloc, le même bloc, le même bloc, le concrete. ya le même bloc, le même bloc, même bloc, le même bloc, le même bloc, le même
6: I was Printest Road, Ya Papaya restaurant in the Dim Fedin. SCP was 0501-672-608. Another free number zero eight hundred six two six two six two. 626
13: 262 Madam, I'm looking for Abena.
6: Abena! There's someone looking for you.
5: Madam,
12: please
6: where's Amna? Abna. Yes, ma'am. Is this who you are looking no. for? Ah. Uh.
17: Madam, please get me up now.
6: Please. Bella. Abna bra. Abena. abna
13: abna. Oh abna. it's not abnorized, eating
6: that.
0: Abna rice. <laughs> <laughs> And Nijin Kwa FDA, I in with that.
6: Mommy, I'll buy a big TV. Thank you. Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. oh Thank you.
14: Mommy, I'll buy you a baker. <inaudible> <pause>
4: big house. Thank you.
2: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mothers Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three, or four-bedroom homes and secure an expense-paid trip to the Seychelles Island for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July 2023 and conditions apply.
20: So cool, so clean. My newfound love and buddy, Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, made under strictly hygienic conditions with molding technology to ensure your quality. With Aquadot Natural Mineral Water, your safety is at heart. For bulk purchase, call 0257205656 or 0559765777. You can also visit us at Hatcho Equimock, aqua or. Ben Tlanoi Limited, Hatcher Rabbits, AquaBot Natural Mineral Water, Ovenom and Numbium, This advert is FDA approved.
2: There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plants run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Ah! It hey, was here!
5: Obiami oh, Masrianopa, Esinomano, hey, Sister 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 your when and you and you Weirdly, mm-hmm. nog- seated- oh, bah I need you to be here, Johnny. I'm from the
4: world. I me to I Ah, sister, who's? You're gas. fast, and easy, and you convenient. If you get
24: LBG, let me see your hand.
6: Mommy, I'll buy a big TV.
1: Thank you.
6: Mommy, I'm going to cook for you always. Oh, thank you.
14: Mommy,
4: I'll buy you a big car. <laughs> I'll buy you a big house. Thank you.
2: We are really celebrating mothers at Lakeside Estate. This Mother's Day, we are offering you the opportunity to experience the tropical bliss of the Seychelles Islands with every home you purchase with Lakeside Estate. You can choose from our two, three or four bedroom homes and secure an expense paid trip to the Seychelles Islands for you and your family, especially your sweet mother. It's time to give mothers a treat. Do yours in style. Call us on any of these numbers and let's give you the home ownership experience of a lifetime. Offer last till 31st July 2023. And conditions apply.
4: The business segments is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
10: Welcome to Prime Business with me, Payos Kojo-Baka. Coming up, um, this hour, uh, the Bank of Ghana has been increasing um, dollar support to cushion the C- its uh, major trading currencies. The Ghana CD has come under pressure over the past one week. This is due to pickup in dollar demand during that period by some businesses in the country. There has not been any official reason for the city's recent challenges. However, some market analysts say it is due to the level of recovery by Ghana city after the country secured the IMF program, which was below expectation. The development foiled a lot of demand by businesses, with some warning that depreciation could set in again. Well, checks by Joy Business with some of the bank treasuries indicate that the Bank of Ghana has been heavy on the market over the past three days with dollar support. Joy Business understands that since Tuesday, the Bank of Ghana has been on the market with some $7 million a day. It is believed that some of these interventions have gone a long way to help with the Ghana city's stability over the past two days. But the question on the minds of a lot of market watchers is that is this stability sustainable more on the financial sector Bank ghana has declared no dividend payment to its shareholders for the 2022 financial year well this is due to a loss of 27 million cities the bank attributed the loss to net impairment charges of 1.7 billion cities arising from the debt restructuring by government Managing Director Dan Saki, however, remains confident that the bank will recover and return to profitability by the end of this year. He spoke to Joy Business at the 35th Annual General Meeting of the Bank. The
27: bank's loss was a complete reversal of its pre-tax profit of 893.732 million Ghana cities made in 2021. Ecobank Ghana PLC delivered total revenue of 2.97 billion Ghana cities in 2022, 40.3% higher than the previous year. Mr. Saki entreated customers of the bank to be wary of fosters within the space.
28: As you are aware, the impact of the DDEP meant that all banks had to take some uh, level of impairment. What is most important for us is to confirm that revenue generation prior to the impairment was uh, very high. Uh, The bank's revenue base widely diversified uh, equal contribution by all the four business units of the bank. Going forward, we are aware that when you exchange uh, bonds with coupons averaging around 25% for bond, new bonds that will end around between 9 to 12%, then we expect the revenue from bonds will decline going forward. However, it's also important to point out that the bank's investments are not just in bonds, but then uh, liquidity has been deployed into loans and other assets. Whilst we expect that interest revenue from these assets will come down compared to what was there last year due to uh, the expected reduction in inflation, we believe that that would also reflect positively on the cost uh, side. We are expecting that the level of inflation that drove most of the costs that we incurred should come down. We also expect to start seeing the benefits of the automation that we've uh, implemented across the year. We believe that the future of banking is digital. We believe that we'll continue to serve more of our clients via the digital channels. And our expectation is that we'll start reaping the benefits from the investment in digitalization. And that should contribute to us, one, lower cost to serve and to a better customer experience for the bank. We'd also like to use this opportunity to uh, educate our clients, inform them, sensitize them on the need to keep personal information uh, safe. In that, the bank will continue to develop systems to safeguard customers' data. We expect that with the conclusion of the uh, IMF staff level agreement, obviously there are other uh, uh, stages. Um, there will be monitoring, ongoing monitoring of Ghana's performance we expect that that will impact on different sectors in different manners we'll be reviewing our appetite for lending to each of the sectors based on uh, the way they rebound obviously all the sectors are not going to rebound in the same manner we expect some sectors will rebound faster and some sectors might be a bit late in rebounding so our asset allocation will be based upon what we see as opportunities in the market but overall we are optimistic that with the resolution ...of the debt overhang, we believe that the various sectors should respond also positively.
27: Ecobank Ghana says it remains confident in its capacity to recover in 2023.
10: James H.N. reports for Joy Business. Now, three hotels are among six businesses that were busted by the Enforcement and Tax Compliance Team... ...of the Ghana Revenue Authority for not issuing value-added tax invoices... Today's operations focused on businesses in the Achimota, Amasaman, and Dubin Pillar 2 metropolis for not issuing the Commissioner General's invoice. There's more in this report.
6: One again, Section 41, Regulation 20, Regulation 21, or Paragraph 21 of the Regulation. So we are here to arrest you and also take all the receipts the receipt book of this one and all other receipts so that is the reason why we are here it's only two things we take all the receipt books of this one and also hand you over to the cid the team from the ghana revenue authority and the criminal investigations department of the ghana police service picked up officials of three hotels and three local retail operators who were busily serving customers at the time of the arrest is part of a continuous effort by the authority to mobilize revenue for the state. According to head of the team, Joseph Anan, the corporates will be charged accordingly.
26: Today, our efforts took us to Achimota. And uh, the company we visited is Dibenwala Madake, that is at Achimota. Then, George Nyaku Ventures, also Achimota diva cosmetics archimota royal N hotel hamasaman Rao raf hotel dummy and then parkview hotel dummy uh, those where we are having this uh, brief uh, like i always see they have been arrested that is the owners or manager of these uh, businesses have been arrested. Uh, the CID is taking them to the office. Their statements will be taken and from there they will come to my office where preemptive assessments will be established and the payments will be done immediately and then we recommend them for full audit because once VAT is suffering then your guess will be as good as mine. Other taxes will also suffer. And beyond that, the CID will conclude, uh, continue with their investigations and the docket will be built. And then the legal unit of January will take over the process and then decide on how to treat each and every case.
6: Mr. Anan added that the exercise has over the period helped to improve upon compliance.
26: And if you look at the growth in the VAT
6: collection, it's been very phenomenal.
26: Right from the last quarter of last year through to date, it keeps increasing. So we believe that this is really giving us some good returns. And I want to believe that this year we have been given a target of 84% growth. And I believe we can even achieve that. Yes. Go last year we started just the last quarter. And the impact that it made in terms of collection. Was quite great. Yes, so I believe the message is going down well with the public.
6: Failure to issue the VAT invoice has denied the state of revenue to embark on certain government businesses.
10: More tonight, Anglo Shanti says it will deepen collaboration with its stakeholders to create a resilient and socio-economically self-sustaining communities within Obuasi as part of efforts in achieving its 10-year socio-economic development plan. According to Senior Manager Sustainability at Anglo Gold Ashanti Oboise Mine, Emmanuel Beidou, they will be working on three pillars mapped out to diversify the local economy of Obuasi while improving cross-section partnership. Mr. Beidou spoke to Joy Business on the sidelines of the 2023 Ghana Mining and Energy Summit in Accra the 10 years,
29: work with all our stakeholders to contribute to building a resilient and socioeconomically self-sustaining Oboasi. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm very emphatic Oboasi because everybody mentions Oboasi. And to be able to do this, um, three levels or three uh, pillars of outcomes were identified. So we have an outcome around improving social development in and around Oboasi. We have an outcome around diversifying the local economy and an outcome around uh, improving cross-section partnership. And to be able to achieve these intermediate outcomes, there are a number of immediate outcomes we seek to work towards to to, to achieve. Uh, In terms of um, diversifying the local economy, we have skills and entrepreneurship, we have industrialization, we have agriculture. Uh, In terms of social development, we have health, we have education, we have water, sanitation and hygiene, and then we also have community infrastructure. And to be able to put all these together, we want to move away from the tradition again, of mining companies feeling that we can do and do it all. The National
10: Patients Regulatory Authority is calling for more support from the World Bank to aid in its capacity-building efforts. According to its chief executive officer, Hayford Atakrofi, his outfit is open to engaging various stakeholders to expand the pension space. Speaking to Joy Business at the end of a Swiss-financed project, he expressed optimism that the governance or structure of the authority had been strengthened.
30: Uh, The SECO project, uh, as he rightly said, um, started from 2014, you know, in two phases. The first phase was to help uh, develop our internal capacities as a pensions regulator and to make us credible as a regulator and also to help with sensitization and education work. Then the second phase was to help build the the governance structure so that we can meet international standards and also to help us develop our risk-based supervision system so that we can meet all the international standards. Uh, Today we have brought it to a successful end. And we've met to say a big thank you to them. And, of course, to think about the sustainability of it, how we can utilize the support that we have given them and the capacity that they have built for us going forward so that uh, MPRA will become a stronger and more credible uh, regulator. There is always a need for, for more training. See, so the World Bank is not new to MPRA. When MPRA was established in 2010, it was a World Bank that came to our aid in the very formative years. And indeed, uh, it's through the World Bank that we became known to the Swiss government and then this uh, engagement or support came. So the World Bank is always a developing partner that we can always rely on you know, and call upon. Today they were invited to the event. And uh, they have always and consistently shown support for the pensions industry. They have assisted us in many diverse ways, even in, in uh, thr- uh, thrust into the informal sector. We have done some work with them. So they are a very credible and reliable partners that we can always call on.
10: The Adishiman Savings and Loans Company Limited has partnered with the Ghana Commodity Exchange to offer commodity-backed loans to smallholder farmers and aggregators and their warehouse receipt financing scheme. Under the scheme, agricultural commodities will be used as collateral to secure loans. This arrangement means that interested farmers can store their commodities at a certified independent warehouse, secure the loan, repay after selling the farm produce, Speaking to Joy Business, after signing uh, the ceremony, uh, Managing Director of Adichiman, Joe Eminem, noted that the agreement would allow farmers use receipts to access funds from Adichiman. The Warehouse Receipt Financing Scheme comes at a time when smallholder farmers face serious financial challenges as they cannot access funds from the banking sector to finance the operations. In a short remark after the signing ceremony, Managing Director of Adichiman Savings and Loans Company, Joe Emain expressed hope that farmers will take advantage of the opportunity and avail themselves to secure loans that offer them the peace of mind
22: to operate. This partnership, at the end of the day, is to help the the smallholder farmers because uh, what we know is that because their financial capacity is not there and they don't have storage facilities and other things, they are forced to sell their produce as soon as they, they harvest. So this will allow them to store their produce and then with uh, the warehouse, or kind of commodity exchange. And based on that, we will we can give them 70% of the value of, of their produce. And then when the season is, is, is out, then they can go back and get a higher price. On his part, Chief Operating Officer
10: of the Ghana Commodity Exchange, Robert Owu, was optimistic. Agreements such as these would help boost trading activities on the commodity exchange market. For
30: the Ghana Commodity Exchange, financial institutions like Adishima and Savings and Loan is very key to help our farmers to be able to improve on their cultivation and also allows them to get better prices for the commodities and on the other side of the divide where the buyers are the buyers can also get the quantities
10: and the qualities that they need so it's a whole chain and they play a very key role in this chain meanwhile the agreement is expected among other things create opportunities for smallholder farmers to access credit for their farming activities Manuel Yao, Idupoku chair of the competitive Africa Rise Platform Ghana, thinks the initiative is not feasible. According to him, there are not enough logistics to execute the project.
18: There is a challenge here because um, we don't even have the logistics to support this project. Let's say the warehouses are adequate and they are at places that you can assess. We don't have the logistics and the labor and the mechanism to help you to really deliver to the warehouse. For example, we are doing peasant farm. A peasant farmer may do half an acre to two acres. The product, let me use what I'm familiar with. If you're doing rice, and you do an acre, you are looking at about a ton, maximum a ton and a half. Mm. That's about uh, 10 to 15, what we call hand-to-back, that can take a decade. Getting a truck to pick this 100 kg from your farm gate then go to pick another from another farm gate is going to be a challenge. So we all have to have a delivery point. Is a delivery point right there so that the farmer will deliver to that delivery point where commodity exchange may do their cleaning and um, and, and do their examination before they are set. Those are some of the things we need to put in place. And mind you, Adeshima will not take this as track. Mm-hmm. They will tell you we need 1,000 cities. And the interest charges are 10%, 40%. So if it's 10%, you have to give us 1,100. At the end of the day, they will not go into the nitty-gritty. And then you are in trouble. Mm-hmm. By the time it's finished, you cannot get that thousand back. Mm-hmm. And then, fail. Okay. So we need to address all these challenges, make it interested enough for the farmer to say, yes, my products are going to commodity exchange. And me knowing commodity exchange coming in to help me get the right quality and quantity will rather go to commodity exchange than to buy from the farm. So
10: we need to address the challenges, which is inherent, which is real. More on a Greek for decades in Ghana, seedlings of cocoa, rubber, and other tree crops have been raised using top soil. This destroys the land as the top layer that would have been used for planting is taken for nursery, a very unsustainable practice. But Cocoa Board is seeking to change the narrative as it adopts a soilless growing medium to raise cocoa seedlings at its nurseries across the country. Now, in the following report, Joy Business examines how the product manufactured by a Ghanaian company, Chris Fiber Limited, and partner um, Atmos Logistics may hold a solution to efforts by CocoBot to go green.
27: Every year, CocoBot raises millions of seedlings at eight nurseries across Ghana using topsoil. This does not only destroy the environment, it also significantly reduces the survival rate of seedlings. Reverend Ahia Klote, as former head of the seed production division of cocoa
9: board at a time using topsoil is an environmental hazard you destroy the environment you degrade the the the, the 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 environment which is not too good yes it increases erosion then uh, scientists all over the world agriculturists and horticulturists are moving to the use of uh, soilless medium so it is a a a, a worldwide cry against uh, environmental degradation uh, and also the use of a uh, uh, soilless medium so i would strongly recommend that uh, uh, not only cocoa board but ngos horticulturists all over ghana should resort to the use of soilless
27: but cocoa board is seeking to change this narrative as it introduces a soilless growing medium this means millions of cocoa seedlings will now be raised without topsoil but with a medium designed and manufactured in Ghana to replace topsoil. The Miracle Grow Potting Mix by Ghanaian agri firm Chris Fiber Limited and partners Atmos Logistics is fortified with essential nutrients. This is to ensure cocoa seedlings raised in it is able to go 9 months without additional fertilizer.
7: The Miracle-Grew
31: Potting Mix is a spotified organic soil medium. It is a substrate of cocoa peat and other natural substances, aided with a slow-release fertilizer that is good for raising all kinds of tree crops, especially cocoa and all other tree crops. The fibrous nature of the product aids the root formation. It speeds up the growth of the plants and is able to retain water.
27: The Cocoa Research Institute of Cocoa Board discovered in 2021 that Cocoa seedlings raised with the soilless medium were far stronger and bigger and had better leaves and stems.
18: Most of our, our topsoil, their seed content is so high, the pH level is not conducive enough for, for raising seedlings. The pH level of the product is solid, it's been tested at the Craig uh, uh, Laboratories and it's been certified. If you want to go best practice, it's better you go this way. Now, using
27: topsoil is also harmful to the environment. The all-inclusive organic substrate is environmentally friendly and is expected to not only reduce the burden of farmers in the search for quality topsoil, but will also boost Ghana's cocoa and tree crop production sector in the long term.
10: And that's all for this package. I am Paios Kujo Baka. You can get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. We leave you with international business.
4: This segment was brought to you by... Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Take a small seven for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Hey, chale, what number?
5: The malaria will knock you down, eh? Hey, chale, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting,
17: loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. Thanks to
8: Malatou, I kicked out Malaria one time.
20: When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing arthrometer and lumefantrine, comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria.
8: Great to have that. Thank you. Thank you. No problem.
20: Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemists Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA.
4: I think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Miyonkasano. And when I find it, I stick to it. Machishawanya bell pack tissues. Bell pack a t roll. Bell pack t roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me you swa, ho tummy. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. What's What's It's One bell power kitchen
1: towel lasts longer and saves you money. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
4: It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, pin, T-roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. Nothing so good like
0: Is charged for rivalry and fun. fun, fun yes. Fun, fun, it's a 12th fun, edition of the Hits of Fan Rapid Dress. He powered by Bet 365. That's- 365. Can Man City win the first ever champion League trophy, or will Inter Milan grab your fourth title? Easter citizens versus the Nerazzuris. Wear your favorite club jersey and join us at the Aviation Social Center Saturday, 10th of June for the hit FM. Wrap your jersey. Jesse. Jesse. Powered by Bet365. 10 a.m. till you drop. There'll be lots of fun, excitement, entertainment, and amazing prizes to be won. Activities include a jama wash and field contest, sports quiz, a side soccer, and. May anymore you don't want to miss this entertainment and fan pack day as we climax and watch the finale of the UEFA Champions League in grand style on a giant screen follow us on our social media platforms with the hashtag hit rep your 23 the hit FM rep your jersey is powered by bet 365 supported by joy Sports and joy prime and sponsored by shelltox lozenges think natural think Shell talks, leopard balm fast action pain balm Nasco bring home happiness heineken share the passion Jama soap your partner for clean clothes, National Petroleum Authority. Access Bank. More than banking. Day by day, man from Dream Cosmetics. Dream it, live it. That's World International Services. Beyond expectations. Aquadot Natural Mineral Water. Open <laughs> Room Citizen Sports Mall. Franco trading Enterprise. Phone Papa Papi. DSTV. Feel every moment. Go TV. Love it. It's a <laughs> hit <laughs> of fame. <laughs> Wrap <with> your jersey. <laughs> jersey.
8: jersey.
22: jersey. <laughs>
11: Um, Modest is first of all here, the Bibian or Nafti, the Coton or Nafti, the Mimis or camera department or Nafti, and we had a lot of. Um, Interactions. <laughs> I remember, saying you I bought Nafti scooting. But this is you one time, couple ball and this is a defender. Now within 20 minutes, five now Jaijifo for a five-nil." And that will be I in I remember that so well. That's how I know Modesto's from school. I had in the edge, Ma. What's But uh, to be very specific, maybe with ABC, I wouldn't like to be praising people who are there no more. Typical of me, I, I wouldn't do this. But I think that he was a wonderful guy. I had in the edge, eh michael i relate to him very well because stand there your account a camera said your account the camera said we put serious i see film sana yeah set your camera son and anytime i pick a phone or i whatsapp him it is delivered and michael one of the interesting things mc could pme more african cup of nations and gabon you know so na profound me because
21: i remember say ajia nene
4: Brought to you by Comment
24: the DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industry.
13: Thank you for staying with us on Joy News Prime. Time now for the sport. I'm Gary L. Smith, and today Wax Last Forwards Kamal Dean Suleimana and Ernest Nuama have headlined Ibrahim Tankos Black Meteos. Provisional squad. There are 29 players that have been named and they will be for the 2023 under 23 Africa Cup of Nations. There's more in this report.
32: The team is made up of 15 home based players and 14 foreign based players. The squad is expected to be pruned to 21 for the tournament to be held in Morocco later this month. Sporting CPs Abdul Fatawi Sahaku, FC Zorek Daniel Afrier Banyer and Salim Adams of FC Cincinnati, who were instrumental in the qualifiers, have also been named in the squad. Hamburg's Ransford-Yabwa, Konisdorfa, Barcel's Emmanuel Esiam and Kojo Opoku of Los Angeles FC are also in the squad. The team will leave Accra on Monday, June 12th for Cairo, Egypt, where they will camp for two weeks and engage in a series of friendlies before the competition. The Black Meteors have been training at the Ghanaman Soccer Center of Excellence in Pram Pram ahead of the trip to Egypt. Last month's group stage draw picked Ghana in Group A alongside host nation Morocco, Guinea and Congo. The tournament is scheduled to start on June 24, 2023 and end on July 8, with the top three teams earning automatic qualification for the 2024 Olympics. Ghana opens its campaign. On June 25 against Congo.
13: So we spoke of Kamal Dean and Enes Nourama being in the squad for the under-23s. Now let's talk about one of those. Enes Nourama, he was an imperious form last season. It was his first season in Europe and this after joining Nojalan from Right to Dream Academy in Ghana. He's only 19 And he took the Danish top flight by absolute storm. He scored 10 goals, provided four assists in all competitions. Joy Sports' Loris Beidou has been looking at the rise of the young and talented Canyon Winger.
5: Five, I fell in love
11: with this game. I've been through ups and downs. I've been all around the world. All of it is to get here Today.
5: Looking back, I can tell you that the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. My name is Anesina Maapia. People call me Nana. Welcome
11: to my American dream.
33: This is not some poem, neither is it some attempt at literature. These were the words of a young boy who had just turned 18 in 2022 and had sealed a move to Danish side, Zealand after successfully going through the ranks at Rights to Dream. A year on, and his name is already on the lips of Ghanaians as the quest to end the Black Stars trophy drought takes another shape. It might be his maiden call up into the senior national team, but Enes Nyama is not new to the Ghana football ecosystem. And even if he was, many might already have heard of his exploits at Nordjiland even before a national team assignment. Three months after signing for the Superliga outfits. The then 18-year-old was thrown into a game that Nodgieland were trailing in at half-time. He came on in the 67th minute against Ahoos at home on April 10, 2022. But it didn't take him too long to settle and get along. Nyama scored what looked like a winning goal six minutes from full-time before the away team got the equaliser in added time. It was the beginning of something unique. The 23-minute cameo was enough to see Nyama adjudged as man of the match. A sign of what was to come. He went on to feature in eight more games as the 2021-22 Danish season came to an end. Then came the new season and a new mission for Nyama. He had been promoted fully to the first team with no junior assignments. The winger was on pre-season tour with the club where he scored in one of two friendly games they played. Nyama started the season in electric fashion and was rewarded with a place in Ghana's 55-man initial pre-World Cup squad. He had directly been involved in seven goals, scoring five, and providing two assists. In the end, the call-up came too soon for the teenager, and Ghana went on to exit the Mundial at the group stage. But for Nyama, finding himself in the provisional squad was a bit of motivation, and only meant more hard work in his game, could see him earn a spot in the senior national team. While he waited for that part, there was something in the line for him. The black meteors needed to qualify for the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations to be staged in Morocco. But they first needed to overcome the hurdle of going past Algeria. He was included in a star started side called up by Ibrahim Tanko for that assignment. And Niyama didn't hesitate, joining Fatou Isahaku and the others for the challenge ahead. The Nordjylland star started both encounters against Algeria and proved pivotal in the first and second legs of the game. While Fatao Isahaku may have stolen the headlines with his two goals in both fixtures, Myanmar provided the assist on both occasions, but the second at the Babayara Stadium was a real work of art. Back in Denmark, Myanmar was leading Nodgylland's chase for Champions League football once again, and was very close to achieving it until the latter games where they fell short. But on an individual level, the highly-rated Ghanaian was brilliant on all fronts, as he scored the most goals for Zealand in the league. He netted 12 goals and provided 4 assists in 30 league appearances, while being involved in 19 goals in 34 games across all competitions. His efforts paid off, as he won 3 individual awards at the end of the Danish season. He won the Spring Best Player Award, which was voted by head coaches, the Player of the Year Award, which is voted by the players in the league, and the Young Player of the Year Award, which is also voted by the league's panel of experts. Even before the reception of these awards, Myanmar had been named in Ghana's squad for the next 2023 Africa Cup of Nations qualifier as they travel away to Madagascar. The player is expected to play a role in the game, although his level of involvement is unknown. But even before he kicks a ball for the senior national team, Myanmar has earned the plaudits of Ghana's all time top scorer Asamwajan, Myanmar would welcome the words of encouragement from one of Ghana's best players in the past two decades. In recent times, we have seen young players face the wrath of Ghanaians anytime they have underperformed for the Black Stars. Fatawi Sahaku and Kamadin Suleimana are the recent victims, and what they share in common is the fact that they both play in the wide areas where competition is tightest in the national team. Nyama may not necessarily hit the ground running immediately, but he definitely possesses the qualities to succeed in this team in the long run. Good turn once again,
24: and Nyama has the speed. He goes on his marker very intelligently. Now he's got space,
5: 18-yard ball, cross, shot! That is the first goal
13: start to watch one to watch we can't wait to see him grow and just to say he's one of those who's been nominated a couple times in the upcoming ghana football awards that comes off on the 25th of june at that cry international conference center will be shown live on joy Prime. stay for details for that as well moving to europe liverpool they have announced The fact that they've reached an agreement for the transfer of the Argentine World Cup winning midfielder Alexis McAllister and he was of course playing for Brighton and Hove Albion in the last season of the Premier League. He's 24 years, he's put pen to paper on a long-term deal believed to be five years but the fee is not disclosed. The new Liverpool number 10 has been speaking and he says it's a dream come true, I'm true, sign him on the Messi side.
34: Alexis, welcome to Liverpool FC. How does it feel? Thank you very much. Uh, it feels amazing. It's a dream come true. Uh, it's amazing to, to be here. Um, can't wait to, to get started.
27: You've taken the number 10 shirt. Some great Liverpool players in the past have worn that shirt. You've worn
34: it at your other clubs as well any particular meaning behind that number for you? No not really uh, I know um, I know how important is number 10 for in football um, I had the possibility to, to take the number 8 as well which is uh, a big number for, for this club because of Gerard of course uh, but I decided for number 10 because um, I use it uh, a lot of time in Argentina in Brighton uh, under 23's uh, national team as well so it's a number that I really like and that's, that's why I chose it. And just finally what's your message to the excited Liverpool supporters that will be watching or reading this interview? That um, I'm sure this this team will, will give everything to, to win trophies uh, and make them happy, that's, that's the most important thing uh, I hope they stay behind, behind me and behind the, the team uh, and I know they, they will do it. So, um, it's it's a pleasure to, to be here at this club, uh, and I will do my best every every single day.
13: Alexis McAllister. Now, he made it to Liverpool. Another player who didn't was Jude Bellingham. He's going to Real Madrid. We'll talk about that pretty shortly. But, what about Leo Messi? Barcelona manager Xavi Hernandez believes the... Argentine superstar snapped a fairy tale return to the Catalan club in the hope of seeking a quiet life. That's according to Xavi, the MLS. And this is after Leo confirmed his historic move to Inter Miami. That was yesterday. Messi confirmed his move to the Major League Soccer side and he spoke to Mundo Deportivo and Sport. The Argentine great has received lucrative offers to follow Cristiano Ronaldo to Saudi Arabia um, this summer with Al-Hilal among his suitors. Al-Hilal has said to have offered him $1 billion. Barcelona were also interested in re-signing the 35-year-old. He is now set to move to the U.S. and join the club that is owned by David Beckham, a club that is part-owned by David Beckham. So let's do some analysis on all these marquee moves. Messi goes to the U.S. McAllister chooses Liverpool. Karim Benzema goes to Saudi Arabia. N'Golo Kante as well. Jude Bellingham, $100 million to Real Madrid. Is that too much for somebody who didn't even win the World Cup? Rahman Osman is my colleague. He's in the U.K. He's in London at the moment. Rahman, my first question to you, has football gone local? I mean, McAllister won the, the the damn World Cup, and he cost all of what thirty-five million, or something like that. Jude Bellingham didn't get to the final of the World Cup, and he cost one hundred million dollars. Are we going crazy in football?
31: Yeah, it's about the profile, isn't it? And, and, and I mean, Jude Bellingham is highly is tipped to be the, the biggest midfielder to come from England in this kind of generation. And if you look at the team involved, it's Real Madrid and easily the biggest club in history. So I'm not surprised. And yeah, it's true, Jude didn't win the World Cup, but you were at the World Cup. Jude Bellingham, it's easily unplayable if his fate And I think he scored England's first goal at the World Cup against Iran. And Liverpool actually wanted him, but they just couldn't match the, the fee that... Um, madrid were offering and i i think it's it's quite really fair and i like McAllister too i think he's a really good player but he's not english and being english also plays a big role in in, in the profile of the player and and all that yeah but it, sh- it should work out for liverpool and i have to say also the wages play a big deal um wasn't on, on a high wage at brighton and he's going to get about 120 at liverpool for him it's life-changing so um it works out for both of them quite really well. I'm quite excited for Jude Bellingham because he's going into Real Madrid at a time where Madrid are looking to build something special. And he's he's 20, maybe 21. Mm. And yeah, he's he's going into the team at a time where they have midfielders who are at the twilight of their career. So he'll definitely have a chance to play like Modric. I, I can't see him playing like he did this season, next season. Um, Tony Cruz is almost out of the door also, so Madrid need that kind of rebel, they need somebody energetic, and, and, and Jude takes all the boxes, all the boxes this yeah. mm. right, at this particular moment so, um, a lot of people have raised concern that he's got a few knee problems and he's 20 and he's already having braces on his knees, that could be something you keep an eye on as he continues to grow, but there's no question in his ability and his personality, and even at the, the young age, because um, I follow England too, and I know how highly rated people like Henderson talk about him. And not just because of his footballing abilities, you need that kind of personality in a player. And the personality is that when you go to a stadium that has maybe ninety thousand or eighty thousand, like we saw at the World Cup, and he's not, he doesn't shrink. He he absolutely becomes maybe twice as tall when he sees that kind of crowd. And at that age you know he's made of something, something special. So it, should, it, it looks like a good deal from where I said.
13: Mm. We are seeing clips of Jude benham rawan on our screens, and mm. he's wearing the famous black and yellow of Borussia Dortmund. Somebody yeah. who will be wearing black and yellow and has also been paid a bucket load of money at his new club in black and yellow is Karim Benzema. Look, the monies the Saudis are throwing... Raman, give me a word, please.
31: (laughs) It's hard. It's mental, honestly. It's it's
13: mental, really. Yeah, it's mental. They are giving N'Golo Kante 100 million.
31: Yeah, and at Chelsea, normally they say to N'Golo that he doesn't really even spend his money. (laughs) N'Golo is so modest that now he's going to get 100 million every year. And to put this into context, when China came through, the biggest pay they had ever given anyone was oscar and that was 23 million ngola is going for 100 karim is going for 200 christian is on 200 he attempted to offer leo with 400 so it's it's numbers we've never seen in in the sport of football so it's it's and and, and, and N'Golo deserves that he's 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 de- redefined what the superstar footballer is and for those who saw him even before he went to leicester they they say, in, if you come from where we come from in Africa, we think that he's playing because he's got relatives in Africa. He needs to look after. because he. Every time I saw N'Golo on the page, he worked harder than any other player, and he had enough skill than any other person. But he didn't rely only on his skill. He relied solely on his hard work and added skill to it. And everybody, Nobody at Chelsea. And I, I must say this because it's been really difficult for N'Golo in that He has really bad hamstring injuries these days, and so he doesn't play a lot like he used to. But every other big game that Chelsea had, it was N'Golo that they rely on. Lampard tried to get him fit against Real Madrid, and unfortunately he wasn't. When Thomas Tuchel won the Champions League against Man City, N'Golo was the best player that night in Porto, and he literally is the only player I've ever seen in my life that normally passes the ball to himself. And he's got this ability... To, to to see a space and kick the ball so hard into that space and run so much into that space and pick his own path. And I think his humility is, is well-documented also. At the end of this season, I was stood in the mix zone and he came to pass. Uh, I mean, somebody from outside asked him if he was going to stay at Chelsea. And at that, at that time, he hadn't had this offer from Saudi. And he smiled and said, well, we'll see, because they were still discussion for him to to stay at Chelsea, and everybody loves him there. But you can't begrudge him. This is life-changing money. He would never, ever get this kind of money. And so if, if they come... And again, the lifestyle, again, suits him, because he's Muslim, he's conservative, and living in, in the holy city of Mecca would, would mean a lot to him.
13: Mm, yeah. yeah. But with all this Saudi money coming into play, we are seeing what they are doing, you know, upsetting the apple carts there. Uh, the PIF, as it's the, mm. so, the sovereign fund is called, yeah. have basically put all the top four clubs together and are making sure that they buy the biggest and or some of the most marketable players in the world in order to put Saudi Arabian football on the global pedestal. My question to you, Raman, before you go is: Are the monies they are offering a danger to the financial markets that is world football, or this has happened before, and it will be fine. Listen,
31: when it comes to issues of money, it does really depend on how far we want to go. Because everywhere that there's been substantial increase in growth in football, there's a certain level of injection of money. When Man when United were the best team in England, they were the highest-paying club in England. 20 years ago, when I was around 10, they were buying somewhere like with Ferdinand for $20 million. Mm. That was life-changing money at that time. Real Madrid in the Galactical Era were literally buying the best players in the world and they had the more money. So to catch up or to close the gap on mainland Europe, you need a certain level of money. And that's what Saudi are trying to do. And from where I sit and from the people we speak to, we understand that it's more like them trying to bet for the World Cup. Because they've seen Qatar host the World Cup in grand style, and they believe that they're a bigger Arabian country, bigger money, and they can equally do it in the next 10 years. And generally, we think that that's where they're trying to go to. And they first want to improve their league. And to improve your league, you need to have a top four. And That's why you mentioned that the PIF is trying to build the top four. And even in Saudi this morning, it was a big problem because Al-Shabaab is also one of the big teams, but they've been left out. And they're saying, why are you leaving us? on the They will make a top five. So it, it, in the end, time has answers to all these. But it's a massive step for them. It's a lot of investment. And like we said, the money are meant up. Yeah, but if you yeah. can get Cristiano to come. And I think this is where I think... it well, will about happen. if we can be wrapping up? Just, uh, just, just, just briefly on, that, on that, the timing. I think a lot of people are able to follow the Saudi Arabian League than the MLS because of the timing. Yeah. So a lot of people in Europe will follow more Arabian football than they can follow the U.S. football because of the time difference. So we'll see. Like you rightfully said, Brazil, nobody has to
13: yeah. yeah. Some of us, suddenly in the last two days, went to check on Inter-Miami and their position and who they are playing next and, and that they won in the U.S. Cup. That is what signing big players will do. Raman Osman, thank you very much. He writes for you. landingworld.com. We could talk about this all day and all weekend. But Thank you very much for your time and for staying with us as well. We'll talk about Messi and others tomorrow on Game Plan on Joy 99.7 FM. It's streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter spaces. 1.15 uh, PM is the time on Joy FM. We'll be talking more about Saudi and everything. Myself, Fent um, and then the rest of the guys. I'm Gary Al Smith. You take care. PM Express is next, the business edition.